0: Welcome to the Oral Fix Podcast. This is episode number 43. Special shout out, the United States. Hello, United Kingdom. Hello, Canada. Bonjour. Hello, Mexico. Buenos dias. India. Namaste. Germany. Guten Tag. Good day, Australia. Aloha, Netherlands. Bonjour France Hola Brazil Thank you for listening to the Oral Fix podcast on a consistent basis And for visiting the blog Thank you very much this week For all your supports and clicks and all that good stuff I am so happy Welcome to all those new uh, listeners Hope you enjoy this episode of the Oral Fix I am Henry Diaz, your host Oral Fix Podcast is a weekly social commentary podcast for the gay community. It publishes every Sunday. I tried to <laughs> every Sunday. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes a day later, life kicks in, and hey, I you know, if Oral Fix can actually pay me on a week-to-week basis, then I you know, I I, I will be punctual every week just for you. And you know we do have a I I do have a donate button on the blog, so if you you know ever so feel free, you know donate a $1 dollar to a hundred dollars, a hundred million. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean if you have a surplus and you want to be so kind of generous, go right ahead. www.oralfixpodcast.com. dot com. You can listen to the past episodes on there and you can also find shortcuts and links on the right hand bar sidebar of the blog to other places that you can listen and subscribe to the oral fix like iTunes and stitcher.com podomatic soundcloud and uh rss our rss link is there also if you find that you're using an app um reader, like Google Reader, uh, Pulse, and um, a whole bunch of other stuff that, you know, just use our RSS our address and plug it in and take us everywhere. Um, so this week has been a good week and an interesting week for me. Uh, I want to start it out with uh, a happy birthday to my fellow Taurus friends and supporters of the Oral Fix. Jay LeBlanc, Drew Brown, Chunky, otherwise known as Shunkai Shi, who's a very famous fashion photographer. You should look up his stuff. Um actually I'll link his work on uh the show notes. My cousin Mickey, Jamie, and my dear, dear, dear friend who I see every day, Edmi. Happy birthday, everyone. And happy birthday to anyone else who probably I, I left out who's a Taurus or who I forgot to say happy birthday in the previous weeks and months. <laughs> happy birthday. And guess what, everyone? My birthday is up um, Friday. Yeah, May 4th, the day when Avengers comes out, <laughs> which I'll talk about a little more later on. Um, so what else has been going on this week? Um, You know, I... I've been having some problems and issues with Google again, Blogger, and uh, and that's because they've been rolling out their stuff on their end, on the back end, and they've just been causing all different cavics on our on the blog. And well, I noticed that um, the uncut post that I did several months ago last year. Um, Well, I didn't even know it was a poll. I just thought it was a regular blog post that I put up there. But it's been very popular the last three months. It hasn't really come down from the top five. And I think it's top number three right now. And I forgot that there was a a, um, poll that I put there. And um, the poll, uh, and now we know why it's so popular lately because you guys have been filling it out. It's a poll to figure out, you know, how many of you prefer cut or uncut cock. And 39% of you prefer cut, and another 39% prefer uncut. And the other 21% doesn't, it really doesn't matter to you all. (laughs) Thank you so much for filling it out. You know, I forgot about that little poll there. I've, you know, there's been several other polls that have been. Uh, have come through the blog, uh, when it first started and, um, and nobody really paid attention to it. Well, I can't say nobody, a few of you guys did, but now I guess since we've been getting a lot more people, hundreds of people coming through the blog a day, uh, you guys have been filling it out and thank you very much. Um, you know, if you're interested, there is a episode, if you go to our archives under podcast episodes, Uh, at our blog oralfixpodcast.com you will find the uncut versus cut uh, episode that uh, my former host -host, co-host drew brown did uh, him and i so i forget what number it is so you're gonna have to scroll through it remember we're at episode 43 now yeah all right, so what else has been going on? um well, you know it's funny that you know they uh, how life just sort of happens mysteriously in mysterious ways um some a couple of guys in my life have been popping in and out um and lately um uh, one of them is this guy that I met on. On uh, dudes nudes, and his name is Dan, and I've known him for about several years now, and we didn't get together to fool around and meet <laughs> until like about two years ago, and um, and we met this one time, and he had this, inc- you know, besides the fact that I I was so drawn to um him uh as a person and his soul and um. And too bad he's, you know, he's in an open relationship, which is a long distance relationship. And Dan, if you're listening, I, I really don't believe in long distance relationships. But hey, more power to you and your boyfriend. <laughs> but um, you know, when I did meet him, um, his pheromones, his musk, his stench, just it it uh, it just magnetized me to him. I mean, it's embedded in my psyche. No one, there's no man out there that has taught him uh in terms of musk and um again if you were single dan there would be a ball and chain to you <laughs> or a chain chain latched on to me uh <laughs> i would be one jealous boyfriend um no seriously so he's one of those people and i've been talking to him lately um and uh and someone else that uh, kind of crept back in, um, and this was kind of mysterious, I mean, this is dudes, nudes kind of being like Facebook, you know, like, people just start cropping up that you thought you never would see again, and this guy, Roland, um, if you're listening, I've I missed you, and I, I wish, you know, we could meet, um, if not to touch you, then to just look into your eyes and laugh with you. (laughs) We did have lots of good times back then. And, um, well, it was kind of funny how this all happened and transpired. You know, I had a dream the night before. And it was a dream with Ricky Martin. And, yeah, Ricky Martin, you know me and my dreams. (laughs) Peter Bishop, Joshua Jackson, Anna Torv, Olivia Dunham. (laughs) And here's Roland. Uh, Well, actually, it was Ricky Martin, but... Anyway, you know, long story short, I wake up, late, you know, the, the, the following day and, you know, I'm all groggy from my allergy medicines. I'm having my coffee and I realize I had this dream with Ricky Martin. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I dreaming with Ricky Martin? You know, I like his music, but I haven't been thinking about him and he hasn't been in the news. And, you know, there's no reason for my psyche, my subconscious mind to bring up Ricky Martin. So, well, you know, I'm on dudes nudes and you know uh just checking out seeing anybody written to me because i really i really don't meet anyone there i'm just promoting the podcast and his um he's like one of those guys that are featured in that first row that you know the featured list and i click on his profile i'm like wait a second this guy looks familiar he kind of looks like ricky martin but wait oh it's roland And so, you know, the onslaughts of messages started happening and, and he's, he's not writing back. And I'm like, why isn't he writing back? And, you know, my second message to him was, listen, I really don't know. And I, by the way, I, I noticed that he deleted my messages. So I'm like, okay, so he thinks either I'm like an old trick he doesn't want to remember or I'm like somebody he really doesn't want to get to know. So I wrote to him. I'm like, listen, I don't know what I deserved to be treated like this and been given the silent treatment. But, you know, when I last saw you and I was with you, you know, we had some good times and I don't remember doing anything bad to you. You know, if I did, you know, why don't you write me back and let me know so I can clear up the confusion? Maybe you just don't remember me. Of course, you know, a couple hours later, several hours later, he writes back and he tells me, well, I didn't really know you. I don't remember you, but. I, You know, I was at work and I couldn't reply back. Yeah. Okay. Well, you replied back, Roland, and thank you. And you admitted that you didn't remember me, which, you know, I I can't understand. You know, we were both messes back then. And we met at the Crowbar at the Lower East Side when Chip Duckett was spinning, 1984. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, I, I kind of jogged his memory, as I usually do, to a lot of the guys that I... I date or I um come in contact with and haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> no, seriously, I I've been either like you know I'm always been I've always been the giver, the nurturer. Um, I started off as a bottom and then became versatile uh, because you know I I really liked the bot I I liked the bottom, but I never really liked like the bottom. You know, I. I, love, you know, I want to experience fucking a guy, and I love fucking guys, and I like being a top. I hope my mother is not listening or my siblings. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so you know, and. And what what else happened this week? You know, I started thinking about this other guy who I'm not going to mention his name because his name is not to be mentioned because he's one of the private donors who's donated in the past. And, you know, I'm realizing there's a lot of motorcycles in the background. I don't know if you hear that, guys. Um, but if you are listening and it's interfering in the audio, I apologize. But um, it is spring and people think it's summer. And everyone who owns a chopper is on a chopper. And you can hear that um out there. Um so I was thinking about this guy, right? And he um uh unliked me from Facebook and then I found out he unliked me from all the other social networks that he was, you know, affiliated with that you know, I was connected to him. And you know, the last thing I haven't done is call him, but um I didn't leave off on the bad note with him, you know? I I know for sure that I reached out to him and I gave him some helpful advice that, you know, because I felt bad because he admitted that he was in a relationship that he, you know, he was tired of finding love in all the wrong places. Meanwhile, he's on manhunt and he's looking for cock or whatever. You know, he's probably looking for his next boyfriend. And I think that's the way he meets his guys. I'm not sure. But that's how we got reunited. Yeah, we went to high school together and we knew each other and supposedly he had a crush on me. And I dated him for a little bit. Um, and then I separated myself from him for a year because he was, he was just coming out of a relationship with his ex-boyfriend and that was a red flag for me. And I'm not a rebound dude. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to pick up the pieces, you know, unless I don't know, I'm feeling generous, but you know, I'm generous in other levels. So a year later, you know, we started going out and And I thought maybe by then, you know, he'll be over his relationship. But he whined and dined me. Um, I had a cracked tooth that night. And I stood over his place. I was supposed to help him with his computer. And that never happened. Um, He wanted sex. Sex didn't really happen the way he wanted it. And because of my tooth. And he disowned me in the bed. Like, he let me stay over. And no hugging, no kissing, no cuddling. And the next day, he pretended like nothing happened. I don't know what the fuck was going through his head. But we're in, we're at breakfast, and he's, like, referring to his ex-boyfriend as a boyfriend. Yeah. And then I was going to walk him home afterwards, but he barked at me and told me, no, your train is over there, very forcefully, and pointed the other direction. So, hmm couple of days later a week later i unfriend him from facebook and he's like you know what's going on what happened and i said to him well i guess we've been you know we were two ships in the dark who passed each other and that was the end of that because i think there was a couple of other facebook messages before that where he didn't really acknowledge that i was in pain because of my tooth and i had surgery Mm -hmm. (laughs) until like i told him and um yeah, I was a bitch to him. But he deserved it. And you did deserve it. You know, if you're listening. um, And fuck you, you know. You unfriended me. After I gave you, like, the best advice you probably would ever get in your fucking life. You know? Start by loving yourself and your friends first. Then go out there, look for cock, and satisfy yourself. And know the difference between love and sex. Okay? Yeah. So and that 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 that's been my week and that's, you know, my conclusion is I don't feel sorry, you know. I did what I did and I I I pray the best for you wherever you're out there, you know. Um and uh new girl was really funny this week. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt broke his cock. <laughs> if you don't watch new girl, you have to watch it. It is so funny. Fringe is almost at the end and fuck you, French also, the writers for making it so good at the end and then announcing there's only going to be 13 episodes for the next season, which is season 5. Fuck you and fuck Fox. That's the end. I'm watching any I'm not watching any more shows on Fox. That's it. What else? Batman's gay. Yeah, some, you know, the writer right now currently for DC Universe for Batman has uh what you know, said that Batman is gay. You know, to his knowledge, Batman really boils down to a man who is gay. I'm gonna link that to the show notes. You decide. And supposedly Out Magazine outed um for the last time probably, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. I mean, come on, it's none of your business, Out Magazine. Don't out people. Just because, you know, you need attention. They put Tim Cook at the you know very top of the most powerful gays you know in the world right now and anderson cooper was number 16 or something or number five or nine i don't know but i I thought that was really shady boy anderson cooper is hot and i wish he was gay boy do i have a show for you i'm gonna leave you with some music and we'll be right back
1: What I love it just begun But then I find myself inside Your broken heart, it's open, open, wide
0: And welcome back. That was Age of Consent. Heartbreak is the name of the track. And I found this band over on SoundCloud. Yeah, out of all places. And you know, the track was made available for free. And recently they just turned it to a buy this track now. But they have a link to their Bandcamp page where uh, you can actually buy the track and the album at any price you ask for. it. So if you just want to pay a dollar for the whole entire album and the track, you can. Um, It's pretty cool. So if you like that track, make sure you check out the show notes afterwards. So let's move on to Sniff and Scratch.
1: Sniff and scratch. Sniff
0: and scratch. So you're probably wondering if you're new and listening for the very first time, what the hell is Sniff and Scratch? <laughs> Sniff and Scratch is where I talk about anything new in tech and uh, <clears throat> apps, mobile, um, you name it, music, YouTube, uh, things that are freshly new that pertains either to gay people or our needs and wants and desires or you know, catchy stuff, art or what have you sex porn all that good stuff and this week i've been scaring the internet as i usually do and i sh- i shan't say anymore any longer um i have been scavenging it's called surfing and i believe people still say surfing i've heard it many times in the tech world surfing we are surfing on the web mm-hmm. Yes, we are coasting on our surfboards of browsers. And um, my favorite uh, browser to use is Chrome. And I like to populate it with uh, a lot of uh, handy extensions. Now that I have a new laptop, um, which has a whole bunch of room and memory, uh, the most I've ever had. This is like, uh, I built this laptop um, to be a powerhouse. So... I have Chrome and Chrome. you could put like a lot of extensions on it, especially if you have a lot of memory on your computer or laptop uh I would recommend you use Chrome and the extensions that they offer at the uh Chrome extension store and one of the handy ones that I love using is um what it's what's called read uh read it later and now it's called pocket and pocket is um it's pretty cool. Um, it's, it saves things. Well, the extension itself just rests on the address bar, um, this little like shield red looking icon. And whenever you're anywhere on your web browser that you know something that you can't really spend too much time reading and you want to re- read it later, you could you know mark it like a bookmark. And save it for later. But what happens is that whatever you mark as a save it for later on Pocket is actually, you know, it takes the article, the link, puts it in the Pocket in a separate place on your browser um, and syncs it with your Pocket profile, which then um, can sync if you have an iPad, iPhone, Android. You can sync it with those devices. And the great thing about Chrome at the same time here I'm talking about Chrome extension and Chrome as a web browser, um, that, you know, if you find yourself in another computer, another state, you go on vacation, you don't bring your laptop or wh- whatever, and you just want to um, do your work, I don't know, you know, you you can actually sign into a Chrome web browser, uh, put in your name and password, and all your bookmarks... Chrome extensions, um, all the passwords that you probably save on the uh, internet browser itself will be automatically synced to that new computer that has a Chrome browser. And it is so easy and so simple to use. I love Chrome. I love also Pocket. Uh, Something for you guys to check out. Um, What else? And another... Cool and favorite Chrome extension of mine right now. I mean, favorite. It's called Awesome New Tab Page by Michael Hart. Um, this guy's a genius. Um, I don't know if he's employed by Google or what, but uh, he's made my Chrome web life so much fun and so much easier to use. If you are not new to Chrome, then you know that Chrome now has like the speed dialled icons that. You know, populates um, all the major or consistent uh, web pages that you visit on a day-to-day basis, and it ranks it and it puts it in the speed dial of about I think uh, I think it's ten thumbnails or maybe eight, um, and that's all there is. They are on Chrome, but if you get this Chrome extension, which is called again Awesome New Tab Page you will get an experience beyond a belief. At least <laughs> I couldn't fathom this happening on the web browser five years ago. Um, it's it The ta- the extension itself puts these little blocks, actually big blocks, that makes it look like kind of Windows 8 uh, in appearance. Um, and you can create your own colored block. You could choose the color on it. You can choose uh, what web page it links to. Um, and then it has all these extra widgets also, like let's say you have 10 web pages open at the same time. They have this one widget called uh, Search Open Tabs, which comes with the extension itself, and you get a listing of all the tabs that you have open. and I mean right there, that in itself it's an extension um, which can be found separately in the extension store for Chrome. And, you know, I live off of that and I had one and I got rid of it because now I have this one here in this. Um, actually, I didn't. I'm looking at my Chrome browser right now. I'm uninstalling my Chrome extension for for looking up uh, open tabs <laughs> right now. OK, I'm removing it from Chrome. Um, and it has a clock also. Um, awesome new tab uh, has a clock within it a clock widget and also a sticky pad like for notes sticky notes and i love it i so love it it comes uh, automatically with a couple of other um blocks made just for you to tailor uh, assuming that you love hulu and love netflix um and also amazon.com fandango and obviously it, which was really smart. I've never seen this on another Chrome extension. There's even a little shortcut, a block designated for the Chrome Web Store. I love it. I love it. I love it. I highly recommend it. So, um, and it also comes with a um, Google uh, with a block, which is actually two blocks in one. And it has little shortcuts in there, which also um, in the Chrome Store, there's extensions for these, but Again, they made it so simple, this experience, and so integrated that these, this one big Google block has all these little small shortcuts for all of your Google life and essentials. Google+, Plus, Gmail, Google Voice, Drive, Google Calendar, uh, Google Play, Google Music, the list goes on and on. Picasa, I highly recommend this extension if you're going to use Chrome or you're using Chrome awesome new tab page by michael hart what else um there's i was unseen it and there's a app now out i think it's only yeah it's only exclusive for uh iphone and hopefully they'll get it to uh, android if they know what's good for them <laughs> insta tattoo it's a app that uh you pay for on iPhone, of course, in their app market. I think it's uh two ninety nine or ninety-nine cents. And um Insta tattoo, like Instagram, but tattoo, uh helps you to discover uh in the kaleidoscope fashion um different designs for you to create to actually get as a tattoo. And it's basically tribal designs. But um You know, one design morphs into another design, and there's, like, Three different facets to the, the experience, the user experience on the app. And it is really cool. It's, it's so cool. You just keep playing and playing and playing and playing and playing and playing, getting variations and until you get the exact tattoo you want to put on your body. This, of course, comes in, use, in handy for people who have their own tattoo businesses. But for those of you who love tattoos or don't know what kind of tattoo you want to get and you want to be authentic then get the app because no, not every tattoo is alike. Not every design on here is alike because the way that it, this app has been created, it's been created in a way that, you know, it just gives you a fresh, brand new, unique tattoo every time you use it and you morph one facet or actually one object into another and you just have to check it out. I have the link on the show notes uh, for you guys. There's something else for you guys out there for uh, those who are using iPads or who have just bought an iPad and wish you had a better keyboard or that it was more like um, computer-like. Well, there's a Kickstarter out there um, by a group of people who created a dock for your um, iPad to make it seem more like a MacBook and it's really cool the the item is called the bridge and they have a kickstarter happening right now uh where they i believe they're trying to reach a goal of $90,000 and i i believe they've received more than $90,000 by now i i heard on on um on CNET that they they've raised like um 100,000 so far um so they went over what they wanted to really make but um I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you guys. And I believe it's set to cost like $99 once it hits the market. Um, but it's really, really a really cool item. Like you can listen to your music. You have like a uh, this this whole big speaker bar, just like a Mac probably would. I'm I, One of the newer Macs. I don't know what their speakers are like these days because I've given up on owning a Mac. But... Um, you guys go out there and you know check out the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. What else have I discovered this week? Um, there's a <laughs> there's an artist uh called Christian Rodriguez, which I'll play uh, throughout the some somewhere on the podcast, um, who I listened to on Homoground and I you know, along with Stephen Steven Sifjan, um and some other great folk gay artists out there. Christian is I believe up and coming. I was listening to Home Ground's latest episode uh, uh of their podcast and they played several of his songs and he won me over. So um you know, he has this really great melodic voice and way of playing his His music, he also incorporates some of his Spanish upbringing kind of salsa music into some of his other folky stuff and the rest of the album. And his album's also on Bandcamp, which, you know, you name a price and you could get the whole entire album at the price that you name. And there isn't isn't an amount too low that you can actually ask for. So go check him out. Someone else that I discovered, which kind of discovered, because I think uh, Drew, when he was... um, writing for the oral fix he put out something on her marina and the diamonds um and she has a new album coming out electra which comes out i think may 8th or something i don't know but um she has a song that really captivated me starring the starring role or actually it's called starring role and uh and i I, I, I was just blown away. I mean, it was the acapella version that I found on YouTube or was it Vivo? I think it was Vivo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's pretty. She's not all that, you know, but she's a pop. I think she, you know, she, I think she's trying to like go up there for and competing for the next pop princess title or something. I don't know, but her music is really good. This one song just sold me. She has kind of like an 80s feel to her and um come somewhat electro vibes here and there uh check her out and less is male restroom etiquette okay male restroom etiquette i've never heard of it and obviously for obvious reasons when you go into a restroom a men's restroom um you know you you're kind of courteous because you want to go in there and you want to pee and you really don't want to see other people's junk and you don't want to smell them and and you know you want to get your business done and over with someone out there like back i think this video goes like about eight years um or five years put that this video out and um it's gotten, it's received over six hundred six million views and is a CGI, um, all computer animation, uh, video, uh, tips on what to do and not to do when you go to a restroom and it includes some gay humor. Um, and this is a male restroom. So it is hilarious. And then it gets really weird towards the end where, you know, guys are crapping on themselves, they're vomiting, and then they murder each other over a urinal uh or was it a sink? You have to find out <laughs> and decide on your own <laughs> And that's it for a snip and scratch.
1: You hard a hug tough to talk to and I never fall asleep when you're in my bed all you can. I've turned into a statue And it makes me feel depressed Cause the only time you open up Is when we get undressed You don't love me, big fucking deal I'll never tell you how I feel You don't love me, not a big deal I'll never tell you
0: Was Marina and the Diamonds
1: Sometimes starring
0: Roe? I told you she was cool, right? Right? <laughs> if you guys ever uh, have any suggestions for music for me to play, somebody to listen to, you know, send it in oralfixpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. So I can introduce it to everyone else. Just make sure that, you know, there's a link that people can download it uh, with. um, You know, if it's free, you know, um, if you don't have a link, then maybe I can find the music. If, you know, you know, just send it in. Okay, so um, next, another new segment is called Go Ask Alice. So yeah, you know, ask Alice when she's 10 feet tall and she'll tell you what (laughs) I don't know, but ask Alice is the new segment where I can incorporate a lot of the metaphysical stuff on the oral Fix podcast. I am hoping this becomes a very popular uh, segment for you guys Um, to start off in the metaphysical fictional well metaphysical doesn't mean exactly fictional um but you know in the ethers out there this week uh it came to my attention um coast to coast a friend of mine listens to coast to coast a lot on the interwebs it's a radio show slash i think podcast also um where they have all types of different disc jockeys that talk about all different sorts of paranormal things, and um, this week um, there was this uh, a whole big deal about Bigfoot, um, and when hasn't there been a big deal about Bigfoot, <laughs> otherwise known as Sasquatch, and I think that may be an Iroquois word for um, for Bigfoot. Um, I don't know, but, um, you know, I am a fan of Bigfoot ever since I watched Bigfoot come alive on the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. Or was it the Bionic Woman show and then the Six Million Dollar Man? Well, you know, both of those shows were interwoven if you ever watched those shows from back in the 70s. Um, and maybe I was watching the reruns and they're really from the 60s. I don't know. But Steve Austin, um, the bionic man, also known as Lee Majors, and Jamie Summers, the bion- the bionic woman, also known as Liz- Lindsay Wagner, I believe both of them are still alive. They were a very hot, uh, item back then in the 70s, rocking bell bottoms and, the toys, the Bionic Man I used to own. Yes, I got my mother to get me a Bionic Man uh, doll. Not so that I could just strip him naked, but he had this really cool feature that you could actually peer through his eye, his Bionic eye, from the back of his head if you removed the little plastic from the back of his head. (laughs) You really didn't see things up close as he did, but at least you got that make-believe experience. Um, But the you know the Sasquatch, Bigfoot, actually, you know, showed up on several of their episodes, and Sasquatch, you know, that was my first introduction to Bigfoot whatsoever, and he was, um, they, you know, as their their story unfolded, their tale of Sasquatch, he was an extraterrestrial, um, and he could travel, you know, between. Dimensions, I think it was, or something. But um, I mean, his his big reveal in the series, the Bionic Man and the um, Well Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman, was that he was a robot. <laughs> um, he was some type of you know robotic cyborg, cybernetic being of s- s- some sort. So he was a protector of these um, alien people who lived underground. And I think it might have been it might have taken place somewhere in Mount Shasta with people where people out in Mount Shasta, California, where a lot of new age people believe that um there's a tunnel there that leads to um the people who left the the you know, who who either left the surface to become dwellers of the underground, or were always dwellers of the underground. But supposedly they're a very high intelligent race of humanoids, and probably other aliens that live harmoniously and have abundant resources to their their disposal. And anyway, this wasn't so much paint, you know, was part of the show, um, but. Bigfoot, the robot Bigfoot, was a protector of people who lived, I think, in this mountain. Um, And so Bigfoot has been in my life since then. And as I got older, I got to read and learn more about Bigfoot and um, even the American Indian tales from Western Pueblo people and... People from uh, the Honda Shoning Lodge, from the Eastern Coast, which are the Woodland people. Um, and a lot of them believe in him. And I never seen Bigfoot myself, but from the evidence I've seen on the History Channel, on YouTube, I came across this series called In Search Of, uh, which was hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Uh, which I think I might have seen growing up. It was a 1979 show. And I found it on YouTube. Um, Three-part, hosted by Leonard Nimoy, which is very interesting. Um, You know, TV back then, there was a lot of long pauses. So if you do, you know, go to the show notes and watch the, you know, the three-part episode... um, well the three-part video you'll find out that it's it's kind of slow (laughs) and they take their time just to give you like 10 minutes worth of information but the some of the storytelling and the narrative by Lerner Nemo is interesting because he's an interesting character and man like that. And, um, but it it gave me a little more, eb- you, know, <laughs> it made me cre- you know, it made me, you know, it got me a little more creeped out than usual. Cause, um, I'm not, I have to say I'm not new to the paranormal because I've had a lot of stuff happen to me since I was a young child. Um, like, you know, having my base, my bed risen in the middle of the night during a thunderstorm or actually being, um, grabbed by invisible people and, while I'm walking down the hallway and uh it the list just goes on and on, and I've actually had a an experience with Bigfoot, but I've never actually physically met Bigfoot. <laughs> what does he mean by that? um My experience actually was um in the dream time and but you know it's one of those dreams that was just too real to to be a dream. Uh, you wake up and you feel like it actually happened. I was living out in the um, in Navajo country in Arizona, and you know during I think my third month there, um, I you know I wasn't thinking Bigfoot. I nobody mentioned Bigfoot. Actually, I, I don't even know any Diné Navajo traditional Bigfoot stories, so. It was really weird i you know in the middle of the night i'm dreaming and i'm dreaming that i'm in the community of bigfoot people who were all encamped um and surrounding this this fire and and um they were just being themselves they weren't being ape-like they were just you know kind of like they weren't even grunting it just seemed like they were just having a get-together of some sort Um, and they all seem very happy and almost human-like, but the fact is they were riddled with hair, you know, like orangutans. And, um, and it was really interesting. And whenever I tell this story, you know, I've told it to several other people and always someone else has something not to top my story, but actually to connect with my story. And, and it's, it's really interesting how, even though there hasn't been a Bigfoot that was, that has been brought to light. Um, though I think in the coast to coast article, I read somebody has bones somewhere or was it the London Mord video? I don't know, but you're going to have to find out someone has bones of Bigfoot and I believe it's out in China. In China, there's sightings of Bigfoot, but Bigfoot out there is kind of more like a Yeti type of animal that lives in the mountains. um, And I don't know, I felt, you know, to kick off Go Ask Alice, um, I, you know, I throw out Bigfoot there, you know, Bigfoot, um, and if you want to know more about my dream, you know, my dream ended that, you know, I became aware that I was in this community of Bigfoots. It was almost like I was psychically there. And when I, I, you know, when I became aware of this, they became aware that I, that you know, I was in, in that Bigfoot's body. Creepy, I know. I'm that crazy. I can assure you, this actually happened. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night and it was amazing. I mean, other people have said that Bigfoot uh, in the paranormal community... Um, If you listen to Mysterious Universe podcasts, you'll find a lot of that out. Um, A lot of people have had some psychic encounters with Bigfoot. Bigfoot supposedly communicates telepathically. Some people believe he's... uh, Well, they are from another planet, or they were, you know, the original people here, and they made it with humans, or some humanoid type of um, being and created humans. I mean, there's plenty and a lot of stories out there. I mean bigfoot is so real that i believe it's canada and some parts of northern united states have uh made it illegal to shoot bigfoot yeah there is a penalty uh, that you have you know a fee i think you go to jail or you have to pay some type of fee for killing a bigfoot um a sasquatch very very interesting um so everyone if you go camping (laughs) uh be mindful of where you camp and what you hear and okay i I really don't want to make you all nervous and scared but i want to make go ask alice uh, alice (laughs) excuse me go ask alice uh a segment where you know you guys could feel free to share your paranormal stories or have any questions about the paranormal uh go right ahead and ask them and um and I'll try to, for at my best ability, to, to uh, answer them. Or if you have any suggestions for me to talk about uh, certain topics on parano- on the paranormal, I, I will definitely be into it. Um, and I will research it for you. And if I don't know anything, um, I'm not claiming to be an encyclopedia on the paranormal, but I sure do know a lot. Um, and to top it off... Um, There is uh, the Avengers movie that's coming out. Uh, This is not paranormal, but, you know, I think the big attraction for me out of the Avengers movie is Thor. And Thor is um, a Viking, uh, uh, you know, a Norse deity, you know, part of the Greek mythology. And I think those mythologies actually hold truth to them. And I believe that um, somewhere in old texts, they refer to extraterrestrials. And that's how they became to be these deities, because at one point in the Sumerian age, um, they believed that, you know, uh, people from other, well, beings from other worlds inhabited the earth or, you know, came here for resources. And who knows, maybe Thor was one of them, but, um, Avengers is coming out on my birthday on May 4th and I'm looking forward to it because the guy who's playing, um, Thor is, he is hot and I forget his name and also Captain America, Chris Evans. Yeah. He is another hottie and you guys know me and blondes. I have a thing for blondes and, uh, you know, I, Black Widow, I think she was a pretty good choice. Um, I don't know about Hawkeye, even though he's cute, but I think they didn't really do a good choice in picking out Hawkeye. I mean, overall, Hawkeye usually has a mask. I I don't know. But I like the guy who's playing the Hulk, Bruce Banner. He is pretty hot. Yeah. And supposedly, you know, um, the guy from True Blood, um, uh, the main... Werewolf who became leader of the pack is supposed to be in this also. I, I haven't heard any. I mean, I, I heard something randomly in some probably qwerty.com blog or something. If somebody knows this, the answer to this, if he's, I think his name is Joe Maglio, or Masaglio. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to try my best to find out if he's going to be in the Avengers movie. If he is, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to stare at his crotch. You know why? Because I found a Tumblr, a picture of him. Like, um, he's, like, sticking up his thumb, you know, catching a ride, and he has some, I I don't know, he has a, he has a sign, something like he'll exchange sex for a ride or something, and, but his crotch is the highlight of that photo. He is packing you, I mean, it doesn't even look like, you know, it's soccer or anything, like, it's his true schlong. He has i cock to actually gawk at so that's it for ask for alice <laughs> stay tuned for the next segment
1: it's the middle of the day and the sun is shining on my face And I don't want to participate Because the cars move like little blood cells down the street Everyone's trying to be so cool in the summer heat Hey, that son of Adam, he never lied Welcome back, everyone. That
0: was Christian Rodriguez with a song called Son of Adam. Really, really cool guy. That's the guy that I introduce in uh, Sniff and Scratch. Go out, get his album. I guarantee you, if you like folk music, you will love this guy. And he's cute, too. Um, <laughs> not that that matters. Uh, I have one more final segment and that'll be the end. Um, and that's Orly Yours. And my mama said, there will be days like this. And my mama said, there will be days like this. Orly Yours, sweetie. So orally yours is where you get to hear me rant. Um, I either rant about something really negatively or rant very positively about something And, and this week, um, Joel Olstein, who I really didn't know his name, but I knew there was somebody who whos like this McCarthy for the gay people. Um, back in the 80s, or I think it was the 90s, he put out a study saying that gay people can be converted. And there was this whole entire article that he had published and said all these n- things that implicated that we can be terrorized and exercised and you can actually put us in therapy and we will change and become perfect heterosexual citizens to propagate the Mother Earth that is already overpopulated by humans who is creating all this you guessed it global warming. Uh-huh. So um Mr um uh, I'm sorry, no, his name is not Olsting. That's a so different his name is Dr. Rob Spitzer. Dr. Rob Spitzer is the guy who wrote the article. And he actually, you know, I saw this article on Unicorn Bordi. And I, I went to read the rest of it, and he went to apologize about the study and how he came to the conclusions, uh, or said the things that he said, and he apologized deeply about it, and uh, and he, you know, and he made it very formal, and it's out there. I, I don't know how far it's gotten out there i haven't seen it on, on cnn yet you know this this is something that should be broadcasted from the topest of, of mount everest the topest, yes the highest you know from every satellite around the world because you can't fucking cure homosexuality you stupid morons out there yeah um, i'm quite harsh today i'm quite vocal i'm feeling very passionate i'm feeling very taurus I think this was very appropriate since last week's podcast. I went off, you know, on the Mormons and uh, every other religious group out there. But speaking of Mormons, I, you know, I had to bring up Pastor Joel Olstein since I was, you know, I have kind of brought up, you know, the whole church thing. And Pastor, J- last week I talked about how the Mormons, you know, if other people like follow in in foot in suit with the Mormons and accepting gays and feeling love for gays. They need to be very careful and p- apologize. Well, Dr. Spit, Rob Spitzer amazingly apologized. But Pastor Joel Olstein, who um I didn't even look up what denomination he's from, but you know, he's from some, you know, backwards little town out in the West of America. And he was on the Washington Post and, well, they had a video clip on in the Washington Post of some interview with him and how he's now preaching that we should, well, his people should love gay people because if you love them, they will turn straight. Yes. Can you believe that? Give me some love and some of your kindness and healing because Jesus Christ taught to love, not to hate. And he believes that Jesus would love the homosexuals and then change them. Loser! <sighs> Jesus is going to teach you to love people that don't want to be changed. So that means... Okay, it's just really backwards. Like You're going to love somebody enough to manipulate them, to succumb to you and to what you want. You know, in fact... You know, what I was taught, you know, one of the teachings of Christ is that when you pray for someone, you pray for them for not for what you want for them, but for the goodness and wholeness of actually for asking for help for them because they can't ask for help. And if you think that I, as a homosexual, who is very happy sucking cock and fucking male booty um and admiring them um and kissing their lips and touching them and falling asleep to a male body thinks that i need help and i'm secretly crying for help for a woman and you want to love me for that you are fucking wrong loser and on top of it all i find out from unicorn booty that cynthia nixon Yeah, Cynthia Nixon um, was in the news again sometime in the end of January. Uh, I forget where, but I have the link to it, and I'm not even going to bother to open it up. But she was quoted somewhere saying that she is indeed bisexual. When it comes to classification, she wants to make it known for the last time, the third time publicly, that she is bisexually technically and you guys could go ahead and read about it. Because I'm done. I'm done with the whole Cynthia Nixon bullshit. Um, and I'm sorry. I don't want to dump on the bisexuals. but And the bisexual bullsh- bullshit. Because those bisexuals who are living secretly or who like to live in the shadows and play both fields and when it comes to political timing they are politically incorrect or scared and just back away from it all and leave us to do all your work fuck you too this is the fuck you podcast everyone (laughs) brought to you by henry diaz uh all right everyone thank you so much for listening i hope you got something out of this and it's time to say goodbye um so everyone i hope you have a good week eat be merry love your friends who love you love your family whoever that is love yourself overall before you love anyone else and I wish you all the peace and joy there is that you can hold. Um, until then, um, this is the Oral Fix, Oral Fix podcast, which is a weekly social commentary podcast, which posts every Sunday, hopefully, if life allows me to. And you can send in feedback. You can send in stories, suggestions, comments. Uh, to oralfixpodcast at gmail dot com, or you could call it in at two six four six five zero four three four nine one, and some you know I'll try to air it, uh, or you know I'll respond to it in one way or another. It could be anonymous if you like. Uh, it'll be helpful if it's not, or at least you give me some type of name to go with. And um, you can also you know get more information and more out of my daily living and blogging by going to com and that's www.oralfixpodcast.com and you could donate as well <laughs> um and you can follow the daily rantings and ongoings and track of the day week month and i'm going to try to incorporate also tarot reading as you many of you guys know i do tarot reading so look out for the tarot of the month of the week and the you can follow that on the blog or on twitter oral fix podcast or on facebook facebook.com backslash the oral fix podcast so this is henry diaz Host of the Oral Fix podcast, signing out. I'm exhausted. Uh, your poor little ears are also. I'm going to leave you off with some music. And this is Tom Beck's Someone Loves You. Enjoy. Till next week. Bye, y'all.